0: Welcome into the Retirement Playbook with Brock Alsbaugh. Brought
1: to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the Retirement People, and we're here with you every Saturday, bringing you information to help you in your own life, help you with your own retirement, and reaching your goals. Hopefully, that's what we're doing anyway. Uh, listen, we've got a great show lined up for you this week, and and as always, I am uh, uh, I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Hello, Tony.
0: How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking uh, Brock. And wow. Had a great, great week. I just, I got so much done. That feels good. You know, when you get a lot of things done and just been enjoying, you know, uh, getting ready for fall. I love fall and fall weather. So that's good. How about you? What's going on over there?
1: Just football and more football
0: and more football with the kids and all that. So yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, just uh, helping people retire and and uh, trying to spend a little time with my wife, too, just me and her, because that's hard to do this time of year. So, yeah, just living the life, living the life. Living the dream over there. Yeah, absolutely. So, listen, I'm really excited about today's topic, and and, and there's lots of things that we're going to talk about that will apply to a lot of people, and that's what I... I really enjoy those types of topics, right? But before we get into the topic today... I would encourage everyone to go to my website. It's theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com. Uh, you can check out past shows. You can check out, uh, uh, you know, we have a, a, a flyer up there now uh, on our website. It's titled Taxes, comma, The Power of when. Okay, in other words, how do you control your destiny when it comes to how much you pay in taxes and when you pay those taxes? It's a very, very important topic in the financial planning world. We are addressing it. Okay? We don't run from anything, folks. We're here to talk about whatever everybody else is talking about and what you're concerned about and those kinds of things. And uh, uh, that's what we're here for. So go to our website, theinnovativeteam.com. Check out past shows. You can order my book. It's called The Last Paycheck, How to Build Sustainable Retirement Income and Keep Those Paychecks Coming In As If You Were Still Working. That's called Bridging the Gap. And everybody wants to do that. We can show you how to do that. Order the book. Uh, and anyway, there's a lot of great things on there, Tony. It's TheInnovativeTeam.com.
0: That sounds great. So what yeah. are we talking about on the show today? Today,
1: today only,
0: <laughs> we're talking
1: about, Tony, working in retirement, okay? Retirement is often uh, talked about as sort of a, a be-all and end-all, right? In other words, you just almost feel like one part of your life completely ends and then another part begins, and while some aspects that's true, you want to make sure that you work um, and, and for the years that you were socking away all that money, right, and sacrificing really is what it comes down to in many cases. You're sacrificing doing some big trips, for example. Uh, you're sacrificing buying that brand new car, uh, potentially, but you're sacrificing to put money away for some time in your future. And I've had a lot of conversations with that, especially with my younger clients, Tony. That, hey, we're making sacrifices now, but this is what it looks like in the future. Here's why we're doing what we're doing. In other words, okay, and that's the whole point of getting a plan together, correct? So, so really, what we want to do is is we want to bring to light in of of these things that you're doing now, and working and putting away that money, and how that then relates to your retirement and potentially things like Maybe getting a part-time job in retirement, but again, because you want to, not because you have to. So we're going to talk about some of the ramifications working in retirement, from Social Security and all these other things that that apply to working in retirement. All right, it's not all bad having a little part-time job. Maybe you get a job at the golf course, right, and you get free golf. Wow, uh, that pays for itself, right? Sure. So there's all kinds of things to talk about when it talks, comes to working in retirement.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think that, uh, you know, as long as uh, uh, you've, you know, you've talked about how there's an a presumption that everybody wants uh, to practically sprint out of the office as, ter- as soon as they turn 62 or 65, right? We right. All, and people get anxious. So, so you know, they want to do that so they can begin enjoying the kind of retirement that we all see in those stock photos from the retirement ads, right? A couple elderly couple holding hands, uh, walking on the beach, and, but we know that a lot of people don't want the stereotypical retirement for numerous reasons, right? You know, I hate to make this analogy, but it's kind of applicable here. Okay.
1: You, you, have heard of this. You've seen the movies, you've read the books, you've seen the stories, uh, about when someone has been in the penitentiary or jail for an l- extended period of time, right? Years and years, decades potentially, and they get out and they don't know what to do. They don't know how to act. They don't know what to do. Right. Time's passed them by. And it's almost as if it's like, you know what? I was just kind of used to doing this. My three hots and a cot was <laughs> right. kind of comfortable to me. And 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 so it's like, you know, it's one of those things where, hey, I might be at an age where I can't physically do what I was doing from a work standpoint, right? Maybe it's uh, in construction, and you can't physically do construction anymore at 65. But the point is is that, when you are looking at retirement, some people want to work, believe it or not. They love what they do, or maybe it's just it's a way for them to occupy their time. I'll tell you, Tony, I've helped a lot of people retire around here, and there's a lot of folks that have gone back to work on a part-time or maybe even a 1099 or a consultation or advisory role because they just don't like doing nothing, right? They want to have something to do. And, and so, uh, I'll, I'll reference an article here from Kiplinger, Tony, it's titled great jobs for retirees. And it really highlights the fact that many retirees just really want to keep working. And again, the key word there, Tony, want to keep working. It's not that they have to keep working. Um, and so some retirees want to keep working because again, they just like to have a little extra money just because if they just had a little extra money, in other words, you know, you just made a few hundred dollars a week okay, that 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 would allow them not to touch their retirement savings. I'm not saying that's what you have to do, obviously, from a financial standpoint, but it's just something that makes them feel good. They look, hey, I don't have to touch my money if I just work a few hours a week. Plus, it keeps me busy. Plus, it keeps me active and engaged in the community. Okay. Um, And so there's lots of reasons why people would want to work in retirement. And that's one of them. Um, The first gig, though, a retiree might want to consider when it comes to doing this is you're not going to believe this tony i mean if i gave you 10 guesses i don't think you would guess this one uh it's adjunct professor yeah that was the first one that popped up on the yeah wow that was the first one that popped up on the on the uh on the list here many colleges and universities are looking for professionals to share their experience and wisdom with students and while some schools require a master's degree for adjuncts, others only require a four-year degree. So if you got a degree a long time ago or even professional experience, some of them only require that. So, I mean, it, is, it does make sense, Tony, if you think about it. It's like, okay, well, yeah, I can go talk to some students about what they should be doing and what, what they should avoid because I made mistakes in my life and those kinds of things, Right.
0: Well, sure. Yeah, I think that's really important. And I think there are a lot of great passionate professors out there, but I think students really sit up and pay attention when somebody with real world experience comes in and gives them an insider's perspective, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and, and
1: the other deal is, you know, that's college, right? And Or community college or what have you? Sure. Uh, but teaching at the K through 12 level is a whole you know, another deal, and and maybe that's not attractive for some folks to do, is to to, to deal with kids, uh, smaller kids in schools. But it's absolutely an option. Now, most schools will require you to have a teaching certificate to be a substitute teacher, but every district is different. So, you know, if that is something that interests you, by all means, give the old school district a call and see if what they require. But uh, again, just kind of thinking outside the box. I don't think many people would come up with this one. Uh, So that's why we're bringing it to you, folks.
0: Well, I think that's a good point, too. And I know you've done that a lot uh, with teaching. And if people want to teach in retirement, it's great because maybe they'll inspire a young person to pursue the same career that they spent so many years enjoying. Absolutely.
1: The world needs more financial advisors, Tony. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) You know, uh, Tony, I've got another one here. Okay, serving as a patient advocate is another post-retirement job to consider. And and this one is intriguing to me because you can make some extra money while doing some quantifiable good stuff for other folks. You know, Tony? With this one, the name pretty much says it all. A patient advocate. You'll spend your time advocating for clients' medical needs and wishes. I know of another one here. Um, And by the way, you can go to HealthAdvocateResources.com. If you want more information on this role, by the way, uh, and by the way, uh, they charge between 150 and 400 dollars to carry 10 to 20 clients. So that could be something that could actually you can make you know some decent money at, and and yet still help other people. I know another one, Tony, that kind of along this line is being an advocate. Uh, maybe not so much to make extra money by any means, but uh, I have a couple clients that help veterans and they're veteran advocates. In other words, you know, if you don't know exactly where to go for your health care, if you're a veteran, right? Uh, or if you, you're in the process of getting qualified for certain benefits, it can be very difficult. And, and if you're going through a medical issue and, 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 you know, that's hard enough as it is, it's great to have these advocates that can help you make sure that you're qualifying for all the benefits that you're entitled to. So, so yes, being somewhat of an advocate in any way that you're passionate about, I think is a great thing that can help you and your community.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we've talked about this previously. I mean, a lot of retirees who want to keep working part-time want to do something that they feel will benefit their community or help someone and I think working as a patient advocate would definitely fit the bill for that. Absolutely, absolutely. Um,
1: okay, Tony, are you ready for the next one?
0: Yes. Okay,
1: <laughs> Okay, I was hoping you wouldn't say no. <laughs> the next post-career work option is working as a tour guide. Um, and when I talk with my clients who are passionate about travel, it seems that each and every one of them have what they call their go-to destination, and some of them eventually end up buying houses at this go-to destination. But when you're passionate about something and you love a particular area of the world, or maybe you're a history buff and you know you're licensed with you know to talk about battlefields and that are around their country and national park services, those kinds of things, you know, a travel agency I'm sure would be would love to hire you to talk about your passion. And, 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 you know, they know they have meetings and they have talks about, you know, hey, come learn about Costa Rica, you know, and then they have people come in and talk about their experience going to Costa Rica and then they get paid a little bit to do that. I mean, that's a great way to fill your time with something you love to talk about. And yet get paid a few bucks. I mean, life doesn't get much better. God bless America, right? So, so what a great thing to do what you love and be make money at it. And and uh, uh, so so think outside the box. You know, Um, that's what I love about what I do. I'm very passionate about what I do and helping people, Tony. And if you can make money at it, that is the best place to be. And you can do that in retirement too.
0: Yeah. There you go. I think that's a great one. So uh, I know uh, that we've been talking about a lot of things people can do working in retirement. uh, But really quick, before we move on, why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you? Yeah. So give us a call here at Innovative Financial Solutions, right? It's
1: 573-332-7855. Okay. 573-332-7855.
0: All right. Well, let's keep rolling. Uh, during the show today, you've been looking at how retirees can keep working after they leave their careers and while doing something that will fit their interests or help others. And I think that's great. And uh, you've nicely detailed how, you know, retiring doesn't always mean you're done working. It just means <laughs> you're more in control of how and when you work, which is nice. So what do you have for us next?
1: You know, Tony, there are so many ways that you can fill your time, whether it be volunteer time, um, you know, with uh, whatever you know passion you have, maybe VFW or you know whatever uh, it is that you like to do. But you can also find ways to work within the things you love to do and talk about and make a few bucks. And one of those, sure. in, the, in, in the article, Tony, is working as a youth sports official or referee. Um, you know, some people think of this and go, there is no way in heck I would ever want to consider that because parents and kids and blah, blah, blah. But the truth is folks, these are very far and few between most of the time, these games and these leagues and all that are very, uh, cordial and you get a lot of satisfaction of being, uh, helpful to these young kids to teach them the sport that you love, uh, maybe that you played several years ago. And so it can be very satisfying. I know I just had a conversation this week with someone that came in my office um, that, uh, you know, just retired, and, and that's what he does. He fills his time doing some officiating of youth sports. It can be a great way. Check it out. Give it a try. You never know. You might like it.
0: Yeah, there you go. I think that's a good one. And I've seen multiple stories about critical shortages of youth officials for sports and, uh, you know, getting certified, uh, won't just bring in some extra money. It's going to have a direct positive impact on the kids in your community. And I think that is fantastic.
1: You know, Tony, I, I I've been involved with youth sports around here for a very long time, uh, coaching, um, and, and trying to tutor and help and mentor people. Um, and, and it, you know, you, people don't realize they just think it's all, it's just sports. You know, for example, the the community, you know, the Cape Youth Tackle Football League here in, in Cape Girardeau, uh, you know, it's not just about football, folks. These kids, some of these kids have a very, very hard time uh, m- making sense of this world. And, and when you're looking for the next meal because you don't know where it's going to come from and, and, and there's violence in the house. and I mean, just, you, you know, you hear all the stories. But when they go and they go to practice and they go to football and they're around those other kids and they become friends and you have the opportunity to be a positive influence on your life, you have no idea how important that is. And uh, and our community needs that. Every community needs that. And so it's not – don't think of it as just, oh, that's just a dumb youth sports game. No, it's not, okay? It's about helping people have an outlet to get rid of the frustration that they have on a daily basis okay, and, and, and having a positive influence on their lives so we can have a better community.
0: Yeah, there you go. I think that's great. And uh, tutoring strikes me as something that could potentially be tremendously rewarding. I mean, helping a kid struggling with math slowly gain more confidence, uh, thanks in part to your work, would be a great feeling, right?
1: Absolutely. You know, anytime you can help people, that's just what I just talked about. Help people, mentor people, tutor people. You know, it's, it's, it's a great satisfaction for many people, maybe not everybody. Uh, I know it has been for me when, when I've helped people every day, it is such a great feeling to know that you can help people and make a difference in their lives. And, and again, kind of going back to the coach thing as a tutor for a kid that struggles in school, you have no idea how much you mean to that kid. I mean, Really? And, and so, um, you know, yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a great way to fill your time, make a few extra bucks and make a huge difference in your community.
0: Yep. I think that's great. Uh, that's awesome. So what else do you have for us? What's another job that people in retirement can do? Well, (laughs) Tony, (laughs) the next one is something that may not be (laughs) may
1: not appeal to many folks, but it's babysitting. Okay. Um, I do know Hmm. that in some, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I do know that in some big cities like, you know, New York and Washington, the going rate Tony can be as much as $40 per hour. Okay. Um, if you're promoting yourself, uh, out there in, in some of these bigger cities, that can be actually a pretty lucrative job. But again. That's more of a job for, I think, for a lot of people is viewing it versus filling your time with something that you would love to do. And maybe it is. I mean, I'm sure there's people listening to this show going, you know what? I'd give that a try. Um, Probably not something I would do, though, Tony. Probably not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, you can count me out as well uh, from the the babysitting. (laughs) I would rather... You know, I you know work a, as an usher maybe at a theater or an arts venue or a stadium. That's a good one. Well, right? what about okay? What if if not babies, Tony? What about a pet
1: sitter or a dog walker? Would you consider oh, that? I never thought that's another I never one. thought of that. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't do that either. But okay. <laughs> I love animals, but I wouldn't do that. You know, dog walkers generally charge between ten and thirty dollars an hour, oh, and you wow. can charge yes, and you can charge as much as fifty dollars per day for pet sitting. I mean, you know. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> helping these uh, people out with their dogs so they don't have to sit at home or whatever. I don't know what the case. Maybe they're gone. I don't know. But, I mean, for $50 a day, I think there'd be a lot of people out there listening to the show that are willing to do that, don't Tony.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I think so. Well, you never know. I mean, yeah. uh, different people like different things. Um, right. But, uh, I don't know if it's common for people to take part in, uh, for seniors to do dog walking or childcare, but, uh, <laughs> but there well, you never, go. I mean, you uh, never know. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I tell mean, you. but you know what, what we've talked a lot on previous shows about the importance of staying active as we age. So, you know, if you're out there getting exercise, doing some of this stuff like walking dogs, that's a, a benefit, right? Absolutely. And I'll tell you another thing,
1: Tony's, you alluded to this earlier, which is, there's a shortage out there of a lot of jobs and a lot of them are full time, right. That you would have during your employment, you know, years. And so, you know, but maybe just maybe if there's such a shortage and there's a high demand, right. For these people and the price is up. And so you can make a little bit more money. Uh, maybe you can negotiate your way into doing it part time. You know, I, I, you know, I know the other day, someone told me that they couldn't get Uh, He owns a beer distributorship and he said, I can't, we can't get product here. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, Oh, it's here. It's in the United States. It's just at the, at the docks and, and, you know, at the, uh, on the barges, uh, down in Florida or, or New Orleans or wherever. And we just can't find enough truck drivers to, uh, to deliver the product out, you know? Um, so, and that's, there's a lot of those kinds of stories out there right now. And if that's the case, you can really kind of name your own price. Uh, and not to advocate for you go back to full time, but what if you just did it for a few months until things get better and you can really make a lot of money. Uh, but again, I would encourage you to, to check out all of your options when it comes to that. My point is there's lots of opportunities out there. No doubt about it.
0: Yeah. That's good advice, Brock. And I know that's something, these are conversations that you have with your clients and I, I love that you share it with our listeners out there as well. And if our listeners have any questions or comments or uh, want to get together, set up that uh, consultation so they can get a plan in place for retirement, for retirement income and their finances, either before or during retirement, how can they get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, give us a call here at Innovative Financial Solutions. Again, we are the retirement people. This is what we do. Give us a call, 573-332 seven, eight, five, five. There's many conversations I have with people that have to do with their finances. No doubt. That's what we focus on. That's what we do. But we also have conversations about how you're going to fill your time in retirement and what you're going to do because it's very, very important. Okay. So again, give us a call or look us up on the web, at the innovative team.com.
0: All right. Sounds great. Brock and listeners that does it for today's episode of the retirement playbook with our host Brock Allspot. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock Alspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com.